Let us pray. Gracious God, by the power of your Holy Spirit, indwell us right now as we hear these words of Scripture. Amen. The Psalter reading comes from Psalm 23. Listen for the word of the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely good and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning. Today's New Testament reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. Listen for the word of the Lord. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the door for the, the gate for him. The sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and have life abundantly. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. O oh God, our guiding light, thank you for your word that enlightens us. Open our eyes and open our hearts that we might receive your word and be led by it. Now use me as your vessel to speak your truth. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to you, O oh Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This passage, John 10, 1 through 10, comes on the heels of the last passage in chapter 9, 
where Jesus teaches about spiritual blindness. The religious leaders, the Pharisees, who accused the blind man also accused Jesus' accusation that they were spiritually blind. The Pharisees, in their stubborn disbelief, banished the reality that Jesus restored sight to a man that was born blind. In John 10, Jesus revealed who he was, told the Pharisees who they were at heart, and showed the way to abundant life. How many of us want abundant life today? I know I look forward to that abundant life. But when Jesus explained the reality of who he was and who they were, the Pharisees did not understand. Jesus spoke in a parable to the Pharisees in verses 1 through 5. The parable was about the false shepherd and the true shepherd, the gate. Both the false shepherd and the true shepherd pursue the sheep. But the false shepherd goes about it the wrong way and for the wrong reasons, to lead the sheep astray. Unlike the true shepherd that enters the sheepfold by the gate, the false shepherd enters the sheepfold by any way except the gate. Sheepfold in verse 1. This is what we call a sheep pen. The sheepfold was where the shepherd gathered the sheep for safekeeping overnight. It was an enclosed outdoor structure attached to the house or main dwelling place. The sheepfold had one gate separate from the house by which to enter and exit. If the flock was large enough to require more than one shepherd, an under-shepherd might be assigned for the task of watching the sheepfold gate at night to protect the sheep from thieves and bandits. Now, thieves and bandits were well um, active during the biblical time and in this culture. A thief was characterized as a seducer and a deceiver and anyone crafty and dishonest, dishonest who would use any means to get into the sheepfold to steal the sheep. And a bandit was anyone who would use violence, cruelty, and would destroy and devour if necessary to get into the sheepfold. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own by name and leads them out. When he has brought in all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus said and used figured, this figurative speech with them, and yet they did not understand. This figurative speech, this parable was used, but the Pharisees could not comprehend it. Why didn't they understand? Why didn't they see that Jesus was a shepherd who knows each and every one of his sheep by name, who leads the sheep and they follow because they know his voice? Why didn't they understand? Well, I'll tell you why they didn't understand. The Pharisees, these leaders and teachers of Israel, 
they didn't understand because they saw themselves as the true shepherd and not the stranger. The spiritual truth was beyond the Pharisees. They could not grasp the truth of their natural minds. They could not see for themselves as false shepherds. They could not see Jesus as the true shepherd. Natural man rebels against being called false and against Christ being the only shepherd of the sheep. For this people's heart has grown dull and their ears are hard of hearing and they have shut their eyes. Otherwise, they might look with their eyes, listen with their ears and understand with their hearts and turn. And Jesus said, I would heal them. The Pharisees did not understand Jesus' parable about the false shepherd and the true shepherd because they were members of a Jewish party that exercised strict piety according to the Mosaic law. They were a sect within early Judaism that developed an extensive set of oral extensions of the law designed to maintain religious identity and purity. They were the teachers and leaders that kept themselves apart both socially and theologically from the uneducated commoners. Some were so committed to separation that they were willing to take up arms in defense of their beliefs, even against fellow Jews. Why didn't the Pharisees understand Jesus' parable? Because the Pharisees were always studying, yet never able to recognize truth. Brothers and sisters, the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. Are you following the true shepherd? One of my favorite movies uh, growing up was The Wizard of Oz. I loved the scene following when the tornado blew the, uh, ha uh, Dorothy's house around and when it landed and she opened the door and stepped out of the gray house, she stepped into a colorful, new, and strange world. That is how it is when you follow the false shepherd. Life appears colorful and exciting, but it will not sustain you. When you follow the false shepherd, the color the colorful and exciting way of life requires an upgrade to maintain a sense of euphoria. But a life with the true shepherd, who knows each of his sheep by name, is everlasting. Do you know his voice? Will you follow him? So Jesus had to repeat himself, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep do not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever en enters by me I will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may live life and have it abundantly. This time, Jesus did not speak to them in a parable, but in plain words that required no interpretation. Jesus wanted to be clear to the Pharisees so there would be no mistake in their understanding. You see, the Pharisees understood their culture, that when the sheep were out during the day, 
the, sh the shepherd would find a narrow grazing place surrounded by mountains or rocky terrain that would make it difficult for thieves and bandits to get in and steal the sheep. Being surrounded by a mountainous area and having a narrow entrance made it easy for the shepherds to watch over the flock by day. Similarly, at the day's end, the shepherd guided the sheep to the sheephold where they would stand at the entrance blocking the way from unwanted travelers <clears throat> as they watched over the sheep by night. I am the gate introduces Jesus as the gateway, the only way to God. Jesus is the mediator, the reason why we pray in Jesus' name. Jesus is the gate of entry into God's presence, into the community of believers, the church. He is the gate to heaven. So anyone who desires to have a relationship with God and wants to enter God's community must come through the gate, Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Many professed to be the true shepherd, and many said that they, way, that they knew the way or were the way to the kingdom. But all who came before Jesus and claimed to be the way to God, their message fell on deaf ears. The leaders and teachers, these Pharisees, who came before Jesus were the thieves and bandits in disguise. The sheep testified to this fact. They did not listen to these strangers. For far from the least to the greatest of them, everyone is greedy for unjust gain, and from prophet, from prophet to priest, everyone deals falsely. Jeremiah 6 and 13. Jesus said, I am the gate. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. When Jesus addressed the Pharisees, he spoke in terms of his mission. He came to save the world from sin. He knew his fate was death on the cross and all who believed and followed him would be saved. But Jesus didn't stop there. He offered peace and security, going out and coming in, as well as pasture, food for health and life and strength and everything that is needed. Today's Old Testament passage, the 23rd Psalm, says it best. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Jesus made it clear to the Pharisees that to climb in the sheepfold another way other than the gate is to go the wrong way. That person is the false shepherd, and anyone who follows the false shepherd is being led astray, led down the path road of destruction. That person is a thief who only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But thanks be to God who said, who, when Jesus said, I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. Brothers and sisters, God wants us to beware of false shepherds and reminds us that Jesus is the gate, 
the only way to God. And so what do we do with this information? Friends in Christ, God wants us to beware of false shepherds who come by another way, another direction, source, angle, or avenue. False shepherds lurk around every corner, waiting to invade the sheep hold and carry us away. They are not from God. They are skilled in the way of deception, have violent tendencies, and have the ability to seduce us to destruction. The false prophet could be the way in which one climbs the corporate ladder, always going after the next great thing and becoming a slave to the so-called American dream, which ironically leaves someone or, or some with no family life with missed opportunities to celebrate milestones with one another, like first baby steps, birthdays, proms, recitals, and little league games, just to name a few. The false prophet could be the abuse of drugs and alcohol or other addictions that take the focus away from God and lead to destruction, like job loss, health decline, and abandonment by friends. A radio broadcaster Paul Harvey said it this way, way back in 1965, with a commentary entitled, If I Were the Devil. He said, If I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I would want to engulf the whole world with darkness. I would have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population but I wouldn't be happy until I seize the ripest apple of the tree, thee. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispering with the wisdom of a serpent. I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve, do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. I would deteriorate TV, movies, and literature with vulgar content. Use drugs and alcohol to destroy individuals and their relationships with family and friends. I would have families and churches and nations at war with themselves until they dissolve themselves and use mesmerizing media to fan the flames. Much of what Paul Harvey said in 1965, unfortunately, is evident in today's world, in our nation, in our communities. We must heed the warning of John Gospel, of the Gospel of John 10, 1 through 10, recognizing the false shepherd and entering through the gate, Jesus Christ, for our own salvation. Finally, brothers and sisters, I thank God that the true shepherd, Jesus Christ, came and said, I am the gate. Do you know the gate to God? If you don't know him, let me tell you a little about him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the way, the mediator, the road to God. He is the truth and the life because he was perfect and free from sin and died for the world so that we might have eternal life. 
When we are in Christ, we are free, but you don't have to take it from me. You can read it for yourself. Everything you need to know is printed in this Bible. Read it. Meditate on it. Study and talk about it. Talk about it with fellow believers. Talk about it with strangers. Learn all you can. Pray for discernment, guidance, and protection. Jesus said, I am the gate. Whoever comes through me will be saved. Learn what it means to be free in Christ. Enter through the gate. In Jesus' name, amen.